Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, on today's episode, we're talking all about the three biggest mistakes that I see business owners and entrepreneurs making that kill your sales and the simple ways that you can fix it right now. So this episode, I'm going to dive in to these three mistakes that I see happening over and over and over again, no matter where you are in your business. So this applies if you're just starting out, but certainly I've seen it happen where business owners and clients come to me when they're in the growth stage and even when they're scaling and beyond, because I'm going to tell you that at every stage, we simply forget about the basics. I don't know why. I don't know why that is. And I will say, I too have faced this. So you are not alone. If you're listening to this episode, as I go through some of these and you realize, oh my gosh, oh my goodness, you're describing what I'm doing right now, because I'm going to tell you that no matter where you are in your journey, we get caught in what's called the expert's curse, meaning we know too much and then we forget how much we know. And in essence, we forget how to talk to our ideal clients who are not at the same place that we are in our journey, in our expertise. And as a result, there's this disconnect, right? There's this, you know, widening gap between where we are and where they are and how we can continue to help them. So let's dive in. Now, number one, the biggest mistake that I see, and these aren't in order of importance. They're just the way that I've I've structured this. However, uh, one does kind of flow into the next. So number one is that you are talking to everyone. Now, a lot of times when clients come to me initially, and I ask them, who do you help? They say, well, technically I help everyone. And when we actually sit down and dissect who is your perfect person, your perfect ideal dream client, like your soulmate, if you were to distinguish that person that you help through your products and services, we can usually, we can narrow it down. Now, sometimes it may take a little bit, right? Because if right now you're thinking, well, Susan, I really do help everybody. I help everyone from little kids all the way up to like 77 and beyond and men, women, people in corporate, people who are business owners, uh, regardless of their background or their education or their income level or even where they live. So how in the heck do I narrow this down? How do I really make sure that the people that I want to continue to serve are being represented? Because here's the thing. You may have heard this before. The saying is when you talk to everyone, you talk to no one because nobody wants to be just one person in a massive group. Essentially, every time that you send out an email, a social media post, you go on and do a live stream, or even if you're listening to a podcast like this, no matter what vehicle or medium that you're using to communicate with the people that you serve, those people, unless you're at a live event that you're hosting, chances are you're talking to those individuals one at a time, which means 
that if you don't think the same way, if you think that you're talking to a whole bunch of people all at the same time, well, my friend, that's probably why you're not making as many sales as you want. Because I'm going to tell you that, again, no matter where you are in your business, I have seen this time and time again. This is the number one step and the number one biggest mistake that I see happening when I first talk to clients. So how do you fix this? Well, maybe you can guess. Instead of talking to everyone, you have to just talk to one, one person. Now, I know that the natural inclination is going to have this fear of, oh my gosh, how can I only talk to one person? Like that eliminates so many people from my market, that eliminates so many people that I want to help. I have a heart. I want to make sure that I help as many people as possible. Here's the thing. This is all about your marketing. This is all about your messaging, which we're going to get to in number two. And although you can help more people than just the one person that you're speaking to one at a time, the fact of the matter is, if you don't at least talk to one person, if they don't feel like you are talking to me, you're in my head, have you been listening to the conversations that I've been having recently, then they're not going to be motivated enough to be able to take the next step with you, which usually is to purchase your products and services, right? Like once you've actually engaged and created that uh, opportunity for connection. So when you have a connection with somebody, one person that you are supposed to be helping in that moment, then that creates an opportunity for you to move that forward into the next step. Now, depending on what that looks like for you and your business, it could mean a sale. It could mean uh, engaging with you through social media and having a conversation. It could be booking a, a sales conversation. It could be learning more about you. It could be going to consume some more free content that's super high value. Whatever the case may be, I want you to think, and we'll we'll link up the um, the episode that I did last week, which is all about how to get your next 100 leads, right? Your first or your next 100 leads. I want you to think if you want all the people to be your leads, well, gosh, that's going to be super exhausting for you. And usually the biggest fear is, I'm not going to be able to have enough people if I only focus on one. Well, I'm going to tell you that if you focus on one person every single day, that's going to quickly snowball. And this has worked for me. It's worked for so many of my clients, including people that I've worked with that have made multiples of millions of dollars now in a very short period of time. When you treat people as if they are one in a million, like your only purpose to be able to help them, then they stand out. You stand out. And that is going to go so much farther than trying to just cast a wide net and try to talk to everybody. And nobody really feels like you understand them, right? So don't make this mistake because it's going to put you in a place where you don't want to be. And it's going to have you stuck for a lot longer than you need to be. So the second biggest mistake that I see happening over and over again is, can you guess? I kind of alluded to it, is having an unclear message. Now, this is directly related to the first mistake, because if you think that you're talking to a whole bunch of people, your message and the way that you position that message is simply not going to be very clear. It's not going to have the laser precision that you need to really, truly connect to that one person. When you have one person that you're focusing on, it makes it so much easier to have clarity in your message because you'll understand them. You'll know exactly how you help them. Now, all of these components will lead to a bigger issue, which we're going to you know, talk about towards the end, which is all about your, your niche, niche or your niche, depending on how you pronounce that. 
But I'm breaking down the steps here because I see these mistakes happening over and over again, which are going to kill your sales. It's going to keep you stuck and it's going to have you very frustrated no matter what level of your business and where you want to go. Because I know that if you're ambitious and you have big goals, which I know you do, then you're constantly striving for the next level. And so at every level of your business, these are the things that I see happening over and over again. And to be honest, even if you're successful, typically my clients come to me because they have a little bit of imposter syndrome. Like, who am I to do this? How can I keep going? Who am I to keep doing this? Uh, why me? Why not you, friend? And why not now? And if you are unclear on the person that you help, your dream client, it's going to make it a lot harder for you to continue to break through and continue to up level so that you have that crystal clear clarity around how you're communicating with that one person. So your unclear message sounds very vague. It sounds, again, like you're trying to talk to everybody. When you try to talk to everybody, you have unclear messaging automatically. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And I can say this, not even knowing what your message is, because that's how confident I am in this number two mistake. It happens time and time again when I'm working with clients that if they don't have clarity around who their perfect person is, if they don't know who that dream client is and why they buy from them, then the messaging is not going to be very precise. The messaging is simply not going to land. And you're going to start sounding like Charlie Brown's teacher. Do you remember what she sounded like? It was like, and it didn't even sound like she was saying anything at all. Now, I don't want you to sound like you have nothing to say because I know that you are here to be a visionary leader. You are a thought leader and you have more than enough expertise to be able to communicate and share what it is that you do in order to help your people. But if you, number one, talk to everyone, then your messaging is not going to be clear. So we need to fix that problem. So when you have clarity around who it is that you help and what you do for them, it's going to be much easier for you to have that laser, that laser precision, like I talked about, around your messaging. Okay, so be clear on who you help, what you do for them, and what problem you solve. So if you know what they're struggling with, your messaging becomes much easier for you to communicate. Number three which is the third biggest problem. And again, this is not in order of importance. They just kind of happened to line up this way when I was thinking about it. The third biggest mistake that kills your sales and the simple fix that I'm going to give you to kind of offset that is that you have a ho-hum offer. It is not irresistible. Now, what the heck do I mean by a ho-hum offer? It's kind of an offer where as you're talking about it, your ideal client, instead of saying, where, like, how do I sign up? Uh, give me the, give me the link, take my money. Here's my credit card. They just kind of glaze over their eyes, almost look like they're rolling to the back of their head. They have totally tuned you out or they ask, Oh, sorry. What was that again? Oh, that sounds great. But I can't, and that's where you get all of these objections. I can't afford it. I have to check with my partner. Uh, I don't have the time. I'm in another program right now. Like you hear all of these things. If your offer is irresistible, and I know that there's definitely some times where it is irresistible, but it really logistically doesn't work out, right? Your ideal clients may be doing something that requires a lot of thought and time and, and you know, just 
it requires a lot of them and they may not have bandwidth available to do another thing that's totally legitimate, right? But at the end of the day, if they say, well, when are you going to do it again? Because I want in the next time, that's when you know your offer is irresistible so that people are planning ahead. So as, as one of my mentors likes to say, they either say, yes, take my money or you become on their vision board. So either situation is a win. You do not want to be in the middle where they don't really know what the heck you're buying or what the heck they're trying to buy. And as a result, your offer is kind of lackluster. It falls a little flat. Now, the reason why this happens, again, as you can hear, the theme from this episode is it really links back to you, your one perfect person, your ideal client, your dream client. If you don't know who this is, then you can't create an offer that is like simply irresistible to her. And so when you know, just like you know your BFF really well, right? If you knew what your BFF needed, wouldn't you create it for them? And that's essentially what you need to do. Now you have to create something that that person absolutely not only wants, but ultimately will need at the same time. Now, here's the thing. A lot of times we buy things simply because we want it, not because we necessarily need it. So I'll give you an example. Uh, I mean, who has not bought something that is totally bad for them, right? So my sister is lactose intolerant. I am not, but both my sisters are lactose intolerant. Now, my sister my middle one in particular uh, has a bit of a sweet tooth and she really sometimes gets a really big craving for ice cream. Now, as you can imagine, ice cream and being lactose intolerant do not go hand in hand. And yet she will still buy it. Why? You might be thinking like, isn't that just sheer torture? Yes, yes, it is. In fact, I've been with her when she has partaken of this ice cream that she has purchased. <laughs> but it speaks to by her psychology, right? She wants it. She doesn't need it. In fact, it sometimes causes her pain to eat it. Most times it causes her pain to eat it, especially if she's not taking lactase. But it doesn't stop her from actually making the purchase. And that's going to be the same for your clients. There's going to be a lot of times where you shake your head at what they have bought, what they've invested in, why they have made the purchases they have made. But at the same time, People want what they want, right? And if you understand the motivation that creates these opportunities for them, but more importantly for you as the business owner, it makes it a lot easier for you to create irresistible offers that offer not only what they want, but ultimately what you know that they need in order to get the full transformation to solve the problems that they're struggling with. So if you start from what is the problem? And it's a lot easier to figure out what problem does your ideal client have, the dream client, the one person that we're talking about, not all the people, because as you can imagine, the way that a 17-year-old talks about a problem, even though you can help them, might be quite different than the way that a 60-year-old would talk about the exact same problem. The symptoms, the way that it impacts their life, the things that they want from it might look very different. And as a result, your offer is not going to be communicated the same way, right? The way that you position your messaging, which is mistake number two that we already talked about, would not be communicated the same way. So your offer really needs to rotate around your perfect ideal client. So you can see why all these three are now heavily intertwined but you can see immediately how these three combined, you know, talking to everybody. So you kind of get lost in the sea of, of the crowd of people, your competitors, 
number two, with having unclear messaging. So really, it doesn't sound like you're talking to anybody at all. And then with the third one, with having kind of a lackluster ho-hum offer, I mean, that's the thing that people need to buy. If they're not excited about buying it, you're not going to be excited about selling it. You may actually be a little bit unconfident. I don't even know that's a word, but you may lack the confidence to really present that offer in the best possible way. And when you combine all these three things together, is it no wonder that these three mistakes could have the ability to kill your sales, right? To make it so that your results simply aren't where you would want them to be, right? Makes sense, right? And so at the end of the day, these three things, when I combine them together, these are the three areas that for me, how I define your niche or your niche, it's it's all incorporated with this. Now, I'm hugely simplifying this, right? Because there's a, a whole bunch of pieces that really go into narrowing your niche and really defining truly and clearly who you are, what you do, and who you do it for. But as you can see, when you have that nailed down, and I've given you some quick things, like simple ways to fix this now, in case this is an area that you're struggling with. But I would encourage you, if this is an area where you go, oh my gosh, I really do need to narrow my niche. I really do need to secure this, right? Like I, I need to make sure that I've nailed it. If you perhaps have had to pivot or make a switch or you're you're considering a switch because things have happened. I mean, gosh, it's been kind of a up and down roller coaster over the last year and a half. And I've had clients completely change industries, change markets, change their focus with their ideal clients, just continue to narrow down their niche and get uber, uber, uber laser focused. And it's creating huge results. And I want the same thing for you. Now, my good friend uh, and mentor, James Wedmore, happens to be doing a, a, uh, a masterclass all about nail your niche. And so if this is an area that you know that you want some direct handholding in, because he's doing it live, I'm going to recommend that you sign up for this. Now, the link will be down below. I am a proud partner of James because I've taken his programs. I've done this class. And again, even though I teach this and I help clients with it in my own unique way, this is an opportunity for you to not only get feedback, but also kind of go through the process I think it's really important that you identify and you clarify so that you don't keep making these mistakes over and over again. I am constantly looking at and updating or revising or clarifying my niche because it's really important. As you can see, it's kind of the starting point for all of the things. It's how you make sure that your offers will, will sell. It's how you make sure that the people that you want to work with can find you. And it's how you create more opportunities without having to work harder and harder and harder. This is truly how you work smarter. And so I'm going to encourage you, if this sounds like something that you need to dive a little bit deeper in, if you are thinking about making a change or a shift, if you know that you need to clarify some of these three mistakes that I've talked about, right? So you need to get clear on who your ideal clients are because you're talking to everybody. If you're not sure if your message is really that clear, I'm going to almost guarantee that if you're not clear on who you're talking to, that we can't fix your messaging until that happens first. And then if you have a whole home offer, again, I think that it's really going to come down to what do you do for the people that you want to do it for? And how do you do it that's different than everybody else in your market, in the marketplace in general? And once you have those nailed down, which 
for me is all the pieces of your niche. You are on the right path to really take off like a rocket, no matter where you are in your business right now. So whether you're in the startup phase, whether in your growth mode, or whether you are starting to scale, because if you can't communicate this in a way that not only you and your customers understand, but as you continue to grow, that your team understands, it's going to make a lot harder for you to keep growing because you're going to continue to be the bottleneck. So for me, this fits no matter where you are in your business journey. And I hope that this helps you no matter what mistake that you might be making right now that's killing your sales, that you understand here are the first steps. And if you want to dive a little bit deeper, then you're going to grab a front row seat over at James is, James is, that sounds weird. (laughs) Nail your niche masterclass. And the link will be down in the show notes for you below, but we're going to switch this over and it'll be uh, susanmcveigh.com forward slash BB. D. Okay. SusanMcVay.com forward slash BBD. You're going to be able to grab your seat at this masterclass. I can't wait to see you on the other side and we will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.